Join Chris and Suzanne Vester today on Faith Family Fulfillment as they lead discussions on creating a strong bond and having a loving relationship through Christian values. Guests on the show share insightful stories and ideas to enhance a positive family upbringing and create trust in one another, as well as providing encouraging words of wisdom everyone should hear. And now, here are Chris and Suzanne. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Faith Family Fulfillment. I'm your co-host, Chris. And I'm Suzanne. And um, we've got an interesting subject today, I think, about probably perspective. Maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of a follow-up to the episode we dropped last week about our adventures in another part of the world. Yes. But just a different perspective on that, I think. Mm-hmm. I'll pray okay. Lord, thank you for... Um, this is opportunity to share how how we view things and how that's impacted um, our marriage, how it's impacted our life, um, just in how we've learned to bob and weave around things just based on mindset, knowing that there is a sovereign plan and that you are at the helm of that plan and that all things happen for our good. Please guide us in this conversation and keep us in your will. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So you wanted to talk about what? Um, How you take life circumstances, things that happen in your life, and shift them from a mindset of it's happening to you to it's happening for you, Um, and how to kind of navigate and manage that so that you can take it as a learning experience and not as something that's trying to keep you stuck or wherever. And I would like to add um, to our follow-up on our travel adventures we had an additional travel adventure on the way back that um, we did not include in the podcast Um, we had a flight cancellation that gave us a wonderful overnight stay in um, jamaica queens new york Um, (laughs) but the um the for you that came out of that is you finally got your your global entry interview done i did i don't have to stand in a customs line with you anymore it's the truth that's actually exactly how i explained that was hey this is what happened but here's the great great thing about that i had this thing that i couldn't get done and it got done because of the circumstance so it happened for us for sure for sure for sure um and and and, you know it's kind of a it's a common phrase now i wish i knew who made it popular i know i heard it from ed milet for Mm -hmm. sure i don't know if that's where i heard it it first from but i know he uses a lot about hey things happen for you and not to you Mm -hmm. change your perspective on how you handle disappointments it's even changing your language of rather than I have to do this, that I get to do this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's important for everything. So rather than saying, well, I have to go to work today. You get to go to work. I get to go to work today because you get to go and, you know, be impactful in ways that are only for you. Right. And um, because there's a lot of people that would give their, like give, that would change places with you in any given situation because their situation is worse. And, and I know I say it. The ultimate form of arrogance is assuming that your issues and your problems are Mm. are worse than everyone else's. You know, I don't think that people look at arrogance that way, but that's kind of how I begin to see it. But early in our relationship, we weren't even married yet. Mm -hmm. We were living in the same city. You were going to graduate school. Mm -hmm. Um, We were in Shelby, North Carolina, which I love that little city. It's changed a lot. It has changed a lot. It was 30 years ago. Um, almost 28 years ago. And we were um, about six weeks out from being married. And we had this plan of what life was going to look like for us. Mm -hmm. You know, how 
you know, we were we were going to be in that city, part of that part of that community. We already started getting ingrained in the community there. Mm-hmm. It'd be good. And because of some business circumstances that really maybe it was an over exaggerated response to a search a situation, but there were some staffing changes. Mm-hmm. And that staffing and change included moving me in our company from that city to our business in Wilson. Mm-hmm. Actually Clinton at the time. Yeah, Clinton. And so, which again, six weeks before you get married, you've planned wedding and you've, you've done all this stuff. And there was this massive disruption. Yeah. So you had an apartment. I was living in the house that we were going to live in together. That's correct. And yeah, about six weeks before we were supposed to get married, you were packing up your apartment, moving all of your things into the house I was living in. And then you were going, um, how many hours? It was like five hours Five hours away. Um, yeah. And we had nowhere to live. We had nowhere to live. So it was this immediate <laughs> house search of, hey, where are we going to live once we're married? Mm-hmm. Um, which caused us to actually move in with my parents for about six weeks. I think it was. Um, yeah, it was. It was a while. It was. Yeah, it's, it was a while. It was a while. Um, <laughs> it's six weeks. Man, it seemed like a long time, but it didn't back then. And um, so this massive, massive disruption. And you know, you you think about well, that's looking back. I mean, it would be easy to be jaded about the fact that that probably shouldn't even happened to, to begin with. Mm. And but what came out of it? And it was an early example, I think, of the resiliency of our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could say that at that age, I mean, it's 27. You were 24. Years, 24 years old that I was wise enough to go, man, this is happening for us in some capacity. There's going to be something on the other side of this that I know will be better than what we have now. And But right that, at that moment, I was just super irritated. There was a lot of frustration. I remember there being um, tears and I'm not a crier. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. there were tears um, because not only were we being shifted, um, me kind of by default because we were getting married. So I was going along with you. So that changed the tra- trajectory of um, I had I had um, several job offers kind of in the hopper at that point in that in that city. Um, I was in grad school. I had a year of grad school under my belt. And at the time, this was, you know, 19, this was a while back. I'm someone else, I was going to, you know, ages, but um, there was no online school at that point. There were two schools in North Carolina that offered the program that I was in. One was at Appalachian, the other was at Gardner Webb. And if you don't know the geography of North Carolina, those are both on opposite ends of the state from where we were going to be. Correct. So, um, kind of what I had in mind for, my career path um, was kind of completely derailed um, at that point. So there was a lot of frustration kind of compounded by the fact that it was you know, right before we got married and right all the before. things. Um, and, so, and to let everybody know, Suzanne create, she made her own wedding dress. She made all the flower arrangements. The recipes were hers. Yeah. The bridesmaids dresses. She- I'm not a control freak. I just had things I wanted. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but yeah, so not only did she plan her own wedding, but she created all, all the dresses, all the material, everything was, was a hundred percent hers owned it. And, um, which I'm super grateful for because it was amazing. It was all put together, but six weeks prior to this event, you've been doing all this planning on we're uprooted. 
I will say it did not change our wedding date, venue, time, none of that, because that was actually in my hometown. So that, and that is not Shelby, North Carolina. So, but still life looked different, you know? Yes. And, um, and we kind of just kind of plow through it at the time, you know, you and I don't think looking back, I don't remember us ever sitting down and having a a real conversation about what's, what's next. Mm -hmm. I think it was just dad burning, you know? Okay, fine. Right. (laughs) Um, but then now looking back at that, having, you know, lived life on this end of the state, um, and seeing the relationship that's our familial relationship, meaning with my side of the family, we're on the same piece of property. We all live together. It's like a big commune out there. Um, and the, the, the joy that we've had bringing up our children that close to their grandparents, Mm -hmm. um, being that's being that close to my home home where mm-hmm. I grew up has been a positive for me. I'd love to know right now as I'm thinking through that, how do you see that? Mm. Yeah, I would, I would agree. It was um, having this many years kind of on the other side of it, just from my perspective, I can see it, at the time it was heartbreaking because it was like, okay, we had all these things like, um, you know, we had you know, kind of spoken into existence and then we were uprooted and kind of thrown into a completely different set of circumstances. But um, I think to kind of a degree, things have kind of come full circle a little bit from that point, because after we moved um, because I had been in graduate school And when we moved down here, what I did was in the mental health field and folks in this area didn't leave those positions ever. So there was nothing available for me to do for, for work. So we decided, Hey, we'll just go back and, you know, you finish college in three years. You only really need two more semesters of classes to have a dual major. Just go do that. That lasted for a semester because I was like, "I, I need to do something productive, which led into me actually working in the, in the stores, in the business for what, two years, almost yeah, three years. years. Um, and having the ability to see, to see that up close and personal, have a better understanding of it, know the language, know the dynamic, know the process. Um, and then that kind of leading into other things that we've done, which is kind of leading us to a point now where I'm, involved in the stores again, different capacity. Um, but being able to being able to step in and um contribute in I think I could probably do it in just about anything you asked me to from having that experience. And as you guys are trying to move that forward, you know, all of the experience, life experience, professional experience, educational experience over the last three decades is putting me in a position, a very special position, I feel like to contribute in a way that, you know, in 1996, we would have not been able to comprehend. Right. So I don't see it as a negative at all. Being around family. Awesome. You know, I think that's been a huge benefit for our kids. I think it's been a big benefit for you and I, because we've been able to, or you've been able to, I can't say me so much, but you've been able to be around family. You've been able to be around your grandparents until they passed. And that's just not something that a lot of people have the opportunity to do, you know, and 
our kids were able to experience that as well. So, I mean, I don't see it as a, a negative, but I do see looking back, I can see kind of, okay, well, that was a disappointment. That was a frustration, but it led to this, which then led to this, which, you know, it's, yeah, it's all connected. And I think that's where, you know, it's easy to see in hindsight, you know, what they say is hindsight is 2020. Right. right. And what the whole point of this is, is rather than having to wait until the hindsight mm-hmm. in the moment, in the moment, kind of reevaluate and say, Hey, what is the, what is the positive? What is the, how is this a, a benefit to me, even though it may hurt right this minute, or it may be uncomfortable or it may mm-hmm. be off plan. It's right. like, what's, what's the other side of this look like? Mm-hmm. You know, I look at the disruption in the business in April of 2020, where the world was just had lost its mind. Mm-hmm. Right. And I had a conversation with the dealerships and I, like I said, Hey, it's my responsibility to vision out what things look like. Mm. This is unprecedented. And I can honestly tell you, I have no idea how we're going to come out of this. The only thing I can promise you is we're going to come out better than we went in. And we're going to double down and say, Hey, how can we spend the time when there's less customers of getting better with the experience of getting better with knowledge of, Mm. of educating ourselves of what the customer's looking for in a better way. So that when things go back to normal, right, then we are able to serve better. Mm, you're prepared. And we're prepared. And I feel like that maybe it didn't happen to the degree that I wanted it to, but I know that we're light years ahead of where we were in 2020 with mm. the way we're dealing with the customers and the culture of the business and 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 the direction that we're headed. It's just a it's just a it, it's a good sweet spot. Mm-hmm. So there was a disruption completely out of our control, you know, that in the examining of it, hey, I don't know, but we're going to make steps forward moving forward that are going to put us in a better situation, mm-hmm. which leads me to the second thing. So we had this vision of, of what our family life was going to look like, what our mm-hmm. marriage is going to look like. Um, not to the degree that we do now because we were less intentional. Like we didn't know what we know now. We had the vision of the business, you know, coming into 2020 of, Hey, this is where we're headed. And like, we were really beginning to, to have some really good traction. Mm-hmm. And then that throws us off track. Two things helped. We had written our vision down right. in the business. So, hey, it may not look the same. It may not have the same track, but you still can you still can achieve what you're going after. So mm-hmm. there's an importance of, hey, let's write things down of what they look like so that it may just take a different path because of whatever happened for you. Right. Um, all that being said, like when your vision is off track, if you've got it written down, I think it makes it easier to to say, hey, can we still get there? You know, we, we went sure. through that five episode series of dreaming, mm-hmm. right? really just putting together vision for your family, yourself, your 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 um, marriage, all of that. But having it written down when the bumps come along and when the things happen for you. You're able to like lean back on something that's concrete and mm. like well thought out and say, okay, now where's where's the side road? Where's the backyard? Where's the the, the um where the back road navigation? Road navigation? How do you how do you find a different way to get there? Right. Because I think that's where that's where the beauty lies is is in the what are you learning in the back road? Yeah. And I, I, before we started recording, we were talking about you know 
when you have a vision of something happening. And I think it's really, um, I think of our oldest when, when I think of saying things like this, because she does not, um, Avery, sorry, but you know, it's true. She does not adapt well to things not working out as she has planned them. Um, and even from a young age, I remember her planning a sleepover um, and it was planned out. I mean, it was planned out and how disappointed she was when everybody left because they didn't get to do all the things that she had planned on doing. And I was like, but did you have fun? She's like, yeah, we had a great time. Okay, then why does it matter? But to to the vision component of it as adults, when we've kind of in our mind drawn a picture of what we think something should look like, and then we get there and it doesn't look that way, we have two choices. We can embrace where we are celebrate the victories that got us there, reassess and move on, or we can get angry that it didn't turn out exactly how we had planned, pout about it, and not take away anything from it. And I think it's really important to be able to look at where you are, celebrate the wins, reassess if you need to to move forward, but don't get hung up in what didn't turn out as you had hoped or as you had envisioned because there's always room for adjustment. And like you said, the resilience, you have to be resilient. Yes, you got to bend, got to be flexible, but you also have to be, you have to have a certain amount of perseverance too, to just keep moving and not get stuck. Yeah. I, th- I think it's, I, I think it's Jesse Isler in a, a statement. He said, you know, if he looks at what's the common denominator among people who are successful, it's grit, mm. you know, being able to recognize sometimes you got to bear down and get through it. Right. And and not folding to the disappointment, not mm-hmm. folding to the distraction, not folding to the disruption, you know, just mm-hmm. like having the grit and fortitude to to power through, replan, readjust, reassess, um, recalculate. Mm-hmm. And to some degree, sometimes it may mean revision. You know, when we talk, right. when we talked about that vision casting, you know, some of it was staging, mm-hmm. you know, and I think what can happen a lot of times is if something throws us, disrupts that, mm-hmm. maybe the only thing it changed was the stage. Right. So if we, but if we've got it written down, you got it and you do have a plan, you can recognize, hey, all I need to do is move the staging because mm-hmm. I had this much done. Mm-hmm. This happened. What's the setback? What am I learning? You know, what's in the break? What's what what can can be adjusted and reevaluated and hey what does it do to the ultimate vision that because most of the cases it makes it better mm. you know yeah and then okay now let's restage it mm-hmm. you know okay it's not going to happen the next four years can't happen in the next ten can happen right. in the next six and I think in managing the frustrations and the disappointments you have to look at it in the future you have to look at it okay in five years. Is this you know, situation really going to make a difference right. in 10 years? Is this really going to make a difference? And if the answer is no to either one of them, then just, just move through it right. because it's not going to change. And it may change, but it probably won't change in so much that you're going to feel it in five years. Right. The vision is going to be what it should be. Right. Because where you're going is still where you're going. You just not is success is never linear, right? And neither is life, right? So, takeaways number one, I'd say refer back to those episodes of vision mm-hmm. of, of dreaming, like let's get it down on paper, 
Let's collaborate over it. Let's come together so that when those rogue waves of the world bump us, mm-hmm. we can say, hey, it's not happening to us. It's happening for us. And um, and try to assess hey, what's the benefit of, of it happening the way it is versus the way I had it planned. Right. And I think it's important when you're looking at it from that vantage point too, is, you know, God typically has three answers to your requests and prayers. It's either a no or yes, or not yet. I have something better. And I think it's really important when you feel like the answer is no to not, um, to not then be frustrated and angry. Just know that there's something else on the horizon don't get stuck where you are and miss out on what's coming and not quitting um because everybody says well you know i finally succeeded well you finally succeeded because you just kept going you tried one more time you tried one more thing so don't sell yourself short and quit before you have that breakthrough or that success so you know the title is faith family fulfillment Mm -hmm. This is the fulfillment part. I don't know. I could probably tag all the bases. Because, <laughs> yeah, think about it. Like, it's how many times in family the things get off track. You know, that happens. Mm. I mean, that's where we spend the majority of our world is in family. At least mm. for us it is. Mm. And, um, you know, in your faith, there are things that come along that can rock your faith. Mm. You know? Um, but if we keep our mind on the fact that there is a sovereign plan. Right. And... His, and, his ways are better than our ways and, and be aligned you have to be in that alignment because if you're if you're in a, an alignment with christ then not that you're not going to have struggles you're not going to have things that just completely knock you off your feet but you know in those situations it's okay because i still have an anchor and it doesn't necessarily have to look like what everybody else's is going to look like because your alignment with christ is different than mine but knowing that if you have that and when you have that, you know, everything else is just kind of a bump because you're not going to be adrift. You're still tethered. You're still anchored. And that makes it easier to go through those moments of unknown or frustration or setback or whatever. Amen. Thank you. Any other thoughts before we close out? Um, not that I can think of. What was that? Sure. Father God, thank you for allowing us this opportunity to sit and talk about how we've navigated things um, through life, knowing we are not perfect by any means, but you are and your plan is. So just keep us mindful of that when the frustrations come, when we feel like we don't um, necessarily have a next step, just understanding that you do, and we just need to be faithful in that. Keep us um, mindful of that and help us to always revert back to that when we're feeling those moments of um, just being unsettled. Um, We all agree that you are, um, you are sovereign in everything that we have and we are, we are going to accomplish. Just keep us in your will and your way. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of faith, family fulfillment brought to you by Chris and Suzanne Vester. 
We hope you enjoyed listening to this week's guests and stories. If you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow Chris and Suzanne on Instagram at H-V-A-U-T-O-C-O-O and Suzanne.C.Vester. That's at S-U-Z-A-N-N-E dot C dot V-E-S-T-E-R. 